If you have homeschooled for any amount of time at all, you have probably heard the question, what about socialization? And while you and I know that our children are no more or less likely to be inept socially than any of their other peers who go to school, there are still some considerations to take into account when you think about homeschooling and friends for your kids. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about on today's episode of the podcast. Hi, I am Pam Barnhill, and I have helped thousands of homeschoolers create doable systems, beat burnout, and bring more joy to their homeschool days. Welcome to episode 16 of 10 Minutes to a Better Homeschool. Okay, on today's episode of the podcast, I am chatting with my good friend, Mary Wilson from MaryHannahWilson.com. She has four kiddos, one of whom she's graduated, and three more who are still teens at home. And we had a great conversation about homeschool socialization. Yep, we're going to tell you there are things that you don't need to worry about, but we're also going to give you some other things to think about as well. Let's get on with that interview. Mary Wilson is a writer, online teacher, and homeschool mom to four kids ranging in age from middle school all the way up to high school. On her homeschool blog, Mary Hannah Wilson, she shares resource tips, ideas, all kinds of encouragement for families to embrace the freedom that comes from homeschooling. And she has some of the funniest TikToks out there. Go follow her TikTok account. And then she also has her bookworm website, Celebrate a Book, where she helps parents celebrate and talk about literature with their kids. And as part of that, as part of helping parents with literature, she now offers live book clubs for kids throughout school. You can go look them up get on the list for those, but they are always filling up. So Mary, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I am so excited you are here. Now we have a short amount of time, so let's dive right into this idea of socialization. I know it's a question that a lot of people have when they think about homeschooling their kids. Is it something that homeschool parents should be worried about? Well, I think that depends on what they mean when they're wondering about socialization, because I think you know, there's this one category where people think your kids are just going to be weird and they're not going to know how to talk to someone. Should you worry about that? No, because that's just not true. Should, but if, if you're thinking about how will my kids make friends, will my kids have friends? Well, that's a whole different thing. That's about friendships. And I do think you have to give that some thought. I don't think you have to worry about it, but you do need to give it some thought and be practical about that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Practical. And I think maybe intentional is a word too. That's the word I was looking for. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's because, because you are at home more and, you know, a lot of times I think the pat answer for homeschoolers that they always say is, well, we go here and we go here and we do this and we do this. And that's good. That is, I mean, that is the thing that you need to be doing because if not, if you do stay home all the time, it is hard for your kids to make friends. Right. Exactly. So I do think it's something you have to think about, but not in the way I think sometimes people are thinking when they say that word. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I taught public school for seven years and there were a lot of weird kids in public school. Right. (laughs) Yeah. There were kids who struggled socially. They were kind of socially awkward. They didn't fit in. You know, uh, sadly, there are always kids who are being bullied and things like that. And to think that, well, if we homeschool our kids, they're automatically going to be like that. That's not the case because if you send your kids to school, they're not either automatically going to or not going to be like that. It really just depends on the kid and the situation. So how can we 
how can we do this? How can we get kids out to socialize more, make those well, friends? Different different ages, of course, are going to require different things, you know, but I have found success with like field trip groups that go on field trips together, groups that plan events, you know, not just field trips, but maybe a field day or a homecoming or a, you know, that kind of thing. Finding those groups you could be involved in. Once you meet people, starting to plan your own things, weekly dates where you do science together or history together and kind of finding your own little smaller group. And then, of course, as your kids become teenagers, it transfers to what are their interests and finding those outlets for them, whether it's theater or sports or art, you know, doing some digging. And now you're getting to drop them off (laughs) and let them go meet people in their areas of interest. Yeah, I was talking to a friend the other day. She was saying homeschooling teens is like I drive and I pay, you know, (laughs) exactly. Get out your wallet and your car keys. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You know, when I started out, I think one of the the ways that I made friends or found friends for, and I'm just going to be honest here, not just my kids, but for me as well, when my kids were younger, was I started arranging field trips that I wanted to do. Now, I was never willing. I became kind of known as the lady who arranged the field trips, (laughs) but I was never willing to arrange field trips that I wasn't interested in doing. So that was, you know, I never, when I had little kids, I didn't arrange older kids field trips or anything like that. But I just arranged trips that we wanted to do anyway. And then, you know, if if people joined us, that was great. And it became an opportunity for, for making friends, you know, when the kids were little. Absolutely. And, you know, of course, one of the big ones for me, for not only friends for me, but mainly my kids was when my daughter entered seventh grade and I started organizing book clubs. And I became the lady who organized the book clubs. There was one year I had three different book clubs going for my kids. And not only was it great for them because they were meeting with their peers, but like you're saying, I was meeting other moms who were homeschooling kids the same ages as mine, who also thought it was important to get the kids together and that books were fun. So I still have some of my own friends, even now that those book clubs have dissolved, who were parents of the kids who were in them. Yeah. And I love that because by doing that, you were able to find homeschool families who had similar interests, you know, as you. And if if your kids are really into sports and you're a sports family, then you're not going to arrange book clubs or field trips necessarily. <laughs> you're going to go find oh the sports God, league. Yeah. You're going to go find the sports leagues to be on. And I think that's that's perfectly good and a perfectly valid way to to do this kind of living. So so what about like socializing with kids your own age? Is that important? Yeah, I, I think that is important. I don't think it's the only thing. You know, I don't think my kids need to spend all day, every day, only with kids their age. In fact, one of the things I've loved about homeschooling is that my kids are so comfortable with kids of all ages. So when they go out to play with the neighborhood, they haven't outgrown the kid who's two or three years younger than them. They are happy to include him in their or square game or whatever, where that is a difference I've noticed from some of the kids in school, they're much more apt to be like, oh, they're too young. Right. And my kids don't have that view. That said, it is important to find some kids within your age range, especially as you get older, because peers become such a important part of your life, just like for adults. What do you think are some of the like biggest misconceptions that other people have (laughs) about homeschoolers and socialization, other than the fact that, you know, they obviously think that all homeschoolers are going to be weird. 
I was going to say everything. <laughs> That's the answer. This is one of the places actually on TikTok, since you mentioned my account, that I get the number one question I get asked or critical, the criticism I get is about socializing. How will your kids make friends? Your kids are going to be such loners. Um, there's so many misconceptions as if people forget that we live in 2021 and there's an internet and there's Facebook and we can find groups and we can go do things. Our kids can meet people online. They can meet people locally by using the internet. They have groups they can go to. And actually, they have more time in their day they do. than the kids at school. So I think there's this misconception that we're sitting in our houses for six and a half hours, just like the kids at school, and doing our work without interacting with anyone else. And that is just so far from the picture, I think, of the modern day homeschooler. Yeah. And I just don't think people realize it. Yeah, yeah. I think last year kind of sent a lot more of us into a situation a little more similar to that. But even now we're getting out more. But I would say before that, we were going so much and doing so much. You know, sometimes yeah. it's the struggle to stay home. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> really need to stay home and like do some of the stuff from the book. And I really don't worry about being gone a lot you know, because there's so much learning that can be done in life out there. Yeah. Yeah. And we know that. And I think one of the things that's contributed to some of the misconception is actually what you just talked about with the pandemic. So many public school parents suddenly had to keep their kids home and they were calling it homeschool. Yeah, And so now it just fed that misconception that doing virtual, you know, doing public school at home is what we're all doing. And their kids were lonely and frustrated and they were all trying to figure things out. And I feel for him. It was a horrible situation. But that's that's not what we're all. I think that also fed the misconception that, oh, my gosh, how could anyone do this? It's horrible. Well, yeah, what you were having to do was hard. But that's <laughs> not what we're necessarily doing all the time. Yeah, that's why we don't do that. <laughs> right. We don't yeah. do school at home like that. Yeah. Yeah. And and that virtu- that idea of virtual schooling and being on the computer for hours a day. I mean, they're just I don't know. I don't know any homeschoolers who live like that, quite frankly. Yeah. So uh, class here or there online, but not spending six hours of your day. Yeah. Online. Yeah. So definitely getting out and meeting people. So how can moms, I mean, we've talked about a couple of things uh, already as far as like, you know, arranging some field trips, getting your kids involved on sports teams and things like that. Anything else for moms to support kids and finding friends their own age? Yeah. You know, I have found volunteer work has been really helpful for the kid who maybe isn't into a sport or theater or something like that. Finding, you know, the library has been a great place for teens who are homeschooled to volunteer and meet other teens. We happen to, whether it's church youth group or volunteering there, we did that for a little while. Just look up local organizations. And I was surprised at how many were willing to take, you know, around 14, but then even younger if I was willing to come with them. So you can look around there, but that's another great way that kids can meet people is just something that they're passionate about and other people are passionate about. And then jobs, of course, once they get older. Yeah. Um, Yeah. My kids have all started working and, and they meet you know, all kinds of people at jobs, but some people who are potential friends. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, my kids work too. We all got invited to their work Christmas party. I had to ask, like, are we going to be cramping your style if the whole family comes, you know? And the one was like, oh, it's okay, I suppose. And the other one was like, yeah, sure, come. So we got to go. 
But they, they were having fun with Kit, the friends. They were talking, they were socializing, they were, you know, with their coworkers and things like that, some of whom were pretty close in age to them. So it was a lot of fun to watch and just them getting out into the world. So it's, it's going to be okay. I think that's the main message, right? It is the message. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's going to be fine. They're going to learn to have relationships. They're going to have important people in their lives and it's going to be healthy. Yeah. It's not always hands off for mom, but it's going to be okay. With that intention, that word you said, intentionality yeah. is key. Love it. Well, thank you, Mary. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on and chatting with us about what is sometimes a sticky subject for people, but I think we got it. <laughs> I think we did. Thanks for having me. And there you have it. Now, if you would like links to any of the resources that Mary and I chatted about today, those are on the show notes for this episode of the podcast. That's at pambarnhill.com forward slash TMBH16. Now, I will be back next week to talk all about is homeschooling legal? Actually, we're going to be talking about What does the legalities of homeschool mean? Because we're not all over here breaking the law. (laughs) So join me for that one. It's going to be a lot of fun. Until then, keep on homeschooling.